Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian. And it's Zine Thursday. Well, today I have three zines, not one. And they're a little bit different than my normal zine. They're really nice looking resograph prints. Um, they're fold down, so they're they're like a, an eleven by seventeen. I want to say that folds down to an eight page zine, and you sprawl open the back of each one of the three. And what they're gonna have on the back is your maps and some random charts and counter charts and whatnot. So, what are these three zines? They came out on a Kickstarter, Albion Tales, a retro fantasy zine bundle for ose so these are three different ose adventures kind of well one's a dungeon one's a hex crawl one's a little more location based and they're supposed to be a, what they advertised as a trio of british mythology inspired adventure zines compatible with old school essentials and other classic fantasy role-playing games now they are compatible with your old school games pretty easy to use and i'll be honest they're they're uh they're really decent adventures the way they're laid out i could easily bring these to the table the first one's called the god with no name and that's sort of a dungeon crawl the next is the isle of glassland which is more of a hex crawl with a little bit of a, a a keep and stuff there for you to explore and then there's the bastard king of thraxford castle and uh we'll start with the bastard king just because it's the one i have here it goes through and kind of the Bastard King itself is, is a cursed little town, a cursed area that you're going to run into. And it gives a nice, it gives a really nice little risograph map. It's black and red print on it. And, a, and aside from that, it also gives you the breakdown of what would be this, this keep here that you're, uh, that is there where the Bastard King resides. And you've got pretty much the little breakdown of each floor and room inside of it with the random encounters, uh, settlements for random encounters, and then castle random encounters. There's a lot of, there's a lot of loss of limbs going on. Some of these, some of these adventures I've noticed. So watch out. If you're going to put your players through that, you might have some final repercussions. This one leans into the dead and the morbid a lot with its, with it, what is it, what it lays out here for you to do. And there's, there's a lot of, different ways it approaches the undead the actual bastard king himself turns out to be some sort of white type creature the bastard king sits on the large black oak throne inlaid with bone flowers made from nobles who opposed him he has the stats of a white with the following changes hit dice of five which is 22 hit points and thacko of 15 or plus four depending if you're doing ascending or descending and the curse itself seems horrifying. It's all these undead running around this little town, helms of the dead, and stuff like that. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good zine. Um, you've got these undead maggots that lay in you. There's a lot of saber die stuff. So, like saber die, or you're gonna break a bone, or you're gonna have a, a, a giant undead bottle bot fly burst out of you, and things like that. Lots of chances to lose limbs and whatnot going on. So watch out. It is definitely not um, kind to the player characters so far from what I'm reading. There's a lot of chances that you're going to get screwed up. <laughs> the next one in the series is the Isle of Glaslin. And this one is more of a hex crawl. And 
it, what you see when you open this one up all the way is that not only does it have a hex map, but it's also got kind of a location map giving you some of the locations in the actual adventure itself on the island. It kind of fleshes out one of the regions. Uh, and it gives you plenty of random charts to go through there. I, I, reading through these, I, I read through the three of them. If you only got to read one for game night and you just read through this, it, it's quick to pick up on how to run it. It'll go well at you, a table. And it's it's. I strongly suggest it with it being as not as bloated as it is and just being the basic essential information you need to run these areas it works out really well it also gives a nice little breakdown of a tower in there with the different levels and what's in them and and uh as you open up so the basic adventure is on the way these things fold over is that they kind of work as a little booklet an eight page or so page booklet before you unfold it so most of the adventures on the booklet and then as it opens, the other side is where the, the the maps and stuff, it's almost almost like a full sheet. And as you flip that around, you get rumor. On this one, you're going to get rumor tables, wilderness encounter tables. You get encounter tables for the Itchy Hole Tavern, which is laid out in here. And the Shrine to Liar, Dead God of the Seas. Now, Liar, Dead God of the Seas comes into play in another one of these. These do seem to be threaded as part of the same world. Super easy to take them out and put them in your world. You can easily make the god something different. But I think Lyre itself, the god of the sea, you might it might be one to work work with or stick with. And then you've got a couple NPCs from around the the region also that are fleshed out and kind of described their importance to and whatnot as you would go through that adventure with your party. Now the last one that is here is the god with no name. I think this might be my favorite of the bunch it's interesting it is the dungeon crawl it has one of the things i think is cool that it has is this obelisk that has people's faces on it and i guess they're victims of one of the monsters in here i think it's the void doppler i believe if i'm remembering correctly but they have this certain void gunk coming out of somewhere <laughs> in the different rooms there are these void dopplers there. The void doppler is the child of the god with no name. Now, the god with no name is some sort of great old one type creature that's been buried in the salt, it appears. And this dungeon kind of goes down. And some of the rooms in the dungeon appear to be the god's stomach and other organs and internal parts that you're going into. And these void creatures are kind of, I guess the god's avatars are somehow connected to this, this god, this deity. A little gruesome at times, lots of lots of uh, flayed folks and things like that happening in some of these adventures. So it, it's it's probably got some graphic content to it for your game. Uh, the Void Doppler, one of the one of the special attacks, the body part removal. Like I said, plenty of points to lose body parts in these. The Void Doppler affects its target via touch. This does not require a hit roll. The target makes a save versus death on a failure. They lose a random body part that hasn't been assimilated yet. And the creature will, I guess, begin to assimilate the body parts to itself. And I believe that's whose faces start to appear on the obelisk within the actual dungeon here itself. Then there's the void secretion. Certain areas marked with void secretions that are harmless when, in when inert, appear dark as night and will feel cold to the touch. 
And then it gives you uh, this is also the void secretion stuff will also, I guess, appear on you as you're trying to as you're beginning to heal. If you've lost body parts, there's also a magic item in one of them that is made of bone that when it hits, it strikes the enemy. They have to do a I believe it's a save or die. Or and if they do not make it, they receive a broken bone there as well. So there's lots of people getting broken bones and permanent type damage. There's a few magic items in here that your players could snag onto and get a hold of and might cause you a few problems here or there. But I think it would be all right to throw out there and see if they can get their hands on them, first of all, figure out what they are, second of all, and, and see if they can get any of those and see how they play out in-game. Could be from some fun stuff. One is a saddle that I believe, was it the Bastard King it's in? And I believe the saddle, what it does is when thrown onto a horse, it becomes like a skeleton horse that you ride. So kind of not as, as effective, I don't think, mechanically, like going to give you a great power, but kind of cool, kind of neat. If you get a hold of the saddle, you can run around on a skeleton horse and have, have fun with that. The printing itself is black and red on just kind of a paper-colored paper. And it looks real nice as the risograph print. It's got this kind of, I, I don't even know how, 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 how I would word the feel, but this kind of old school style feel to it all around and, and a very handcrafted feel to the whole thing. It makes it nice, very much a work of a, a work of art, a nice little individual paper product that exists that is uh, not like most other game books at the end of the day, but three wonderful adventures you can take your whole party on and uh, i could easily run any of these a couple weeks at the very least the isle of glaslin i'm sure if we took our time and you gm'd that or dm'd that and you ran everybody through all the things that are there and available let them just kind of explore the island while they found where the adventure stuff itself exists you could easily spend a week or so on the island a lot of the random encounters can be spiced up and then take your time in actually getting to the fort. And Care Emery's, I believe, is a fort. Lady Morgan's fort is a simple mont and bailey atop a hill looking over the village. Within is a large common room, guard room, bedchamber, guest bedchamber, kitchens, and privy. Now, you could definitely run through the different hexes through a couple weeks, and you could run the city itself and go in there. It might take a couple weeks to really get into what's going on in there and get interacting and start digging into it, but well worth it. At the same time, all three of those, and I'm sitting here telling you, you can run them for a few weeks. All three of them might even be ideal if you want to have something that's easy to try to get to the point and wrap up real quick and do a one-shot with. Any of these three zines would be perfect for a one-shot, especially the God with no name and the Bastard King. Now, the Hex Crawl, I wouldn't say that one's especially great for a one-shot compared to the other two, mostly because I would want to spend a little bit of time with the Hex and a bit of time with the location, and I'd rather stretch it out over two sessions. But you could easily easily put them both into one session and make it a one shot. Now for the bastard King of Thraxford castle and the God with no names, those two, I have, I would have a much easier, quicker time and be like, okay, this is a one shot. We're just going to run through the dungeon, 
see what's in there or through the town itself of all the undead horribleness. And the Bastard King has tons of tons of undead horribleness going through throughout it. The houses are the houses of the dead, a collection of waddle and dab dwellings is a little D D six chart. It tells you what you come on when you come into them. one of them. You can come into an undead family of seven sit by roaring hearts. This room is filled with acrid smoke. They pour a scuttle of dried human flesh upon the fire to stroke it. They seem to have harvested it from themselves. There is a small steel lockbox in the fireplace, which contains a pair of pearl earrings. So you have each one, you have a couple of different options of things that happens when you come into these houses of the dead, these undead homes and stuff around this cursed little village here in the Bastard King. Lucky's Leathers is uh, an interesting little morbid place. Uh, they specialize, they actually specialize in uh, long pig leather. So uh, that's morbid. And if you're not familiar with long pig leather, then I'm sure you can look it up. But I'm assuming most people who are gamers have run across the long pigs here or there once or twice. Uh, Lucky cares not for coin, but will trade finished leathers for fresh victims with good skin to flay. They also have an odd penchant for hot buttered toast. <laughs> so that's it. That's the uh, Albion Tales zines, the trilogy of zines that they put out for the recent, I think that was the zine month that I backed that on and recently got these in the mail a couple weeks ago. And uh, you can find these on Kickstarter, but it's not for sale on Kickstarter anymore. If you go to leyline.press, their website, they actually have a shop there. And in the shop, they have all three of these available, at least as PDF. It looked like they had physical, but maybe sold out. But with them just coming out, I'm kind of hoping that they will be physical prints and physical copies available sooner than later, perhaps again. But for now, the only place I am, can tell you to go to get it is leyline.press. So instead of .com, it's .press. And that's Leyline Press's website. And they have digital copies available there. And I'll make sure I put a link to that in the show notes. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at LogarHaleCrom. We're on Patreon. We could really support patreon.com backslash wobblies and wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling. <laughs>